doing great. Nice to be here. So uh, we're excited about what we've done so far in free agency. Um, this is a transition from free agency to the draft. We always think about this as we get into kind of our offseason, about being here and transitioning into the draft process. A um, lot of work to do. We're six months before our first game. Obviously, the talent evaluation process continues throughout that time period, um, really even past that until you get to the trade deadline. So um, questions? So how are you, uh, when you spoke to us at the Combine, you talked about the running back position, and you said there were a lot of different ways to skin a cat. I mean, the cat kind of remains unskinned. Hmm. Uh, what's going on there? What do you anticipate? Yeah, I think, first of all, uh, going into free agency, it was very important for us to stay true to our beliefs, and that's the O-line, the D-line, um, get an opportunity to get Ronald Darby back, uh, looking at playmakers for our quarterback. And when we talk about playmakers, we don't just talk about running backs or wide receivers or tight ends. We talk about that position group as a whole. And so uh, there's a long way to go in this offseason. Uh, really some opportunities that came about in free agency we didn't anticipate. Um, at the same time, there are a lot of good players involved in free agency. So uh, we'll continue to keep working at it and uh, also like a lot of the young players that we have on our team. Howie, how does the free agent signings affect your compensatory picks next year? Obviously some people think that's maybe one of the reasons you didn't sign as many. Well, it definitely goes into the equation when we're looking at players. So if you have a player that you can sign that's comparable talent level or maybe even a little bit better talent level, but maybe is a year or two older, and you can combine that with the draft pick that you're getting, that's a huge factor for us when we're looking at that equation. And, um, you know, over the last three years, we've had, um, or, uh, what have we, we've had seven picks in the first three rounds. Um, due to the quarterback trades that we made, due to trading for Ronald Darby. Um, and so we have to get an opportunity to get some more young players in our system. And this is an opportunity to do that. It's an, a way to add more picks. Um, we feel confident that over the next two years that we're going to have a lot more picks than we've had over the previous three years. And that's exciting for us. But at the same time, adding talent to our team to continue to contend and be a good football team and balancing both those things. So to explain that, to explain that, you didn't sign as many free agents, maybe because you were worried about uh, getting more compensatory compensatory picks next year? No, Howard, I would say we did sign the right number of free agents. Okay. We signed the players we wanted to, yeah. but when we look into the evaluations of the players, if we have equal or better grades on guys who aren't part of the compensatory formula and we can combine them with a draft pick, that to us makes the decision even better. Was there a point, what was the point when you started to... I'll come around. What was the point when you kind of thought we need to be in this compensatory pick game a little bit more? You started factoring those things in as a way to kind of get an edge, get more swings when it comes to draft time. Well, really, it's about the things that we've done here to try to win championships over the last couple of years. And when you do those things, some of the things that you do are more short-term in nature. Um, wouldn't go back and, and do those things any differently because, obviously, that's the goal is to try to win a world championship. But at the same time, you have to look at what the future of the team is. Um, I think it goes without saying that we have a quarterback that uh, we're, we're committed to, that we want to sign to an extension. And so how do you balance that and not just look at 2019 in a vacuum, but also look at how you're going to look in 2020 and 2021. And so if you can get good players who make a difference, and to be clear, we think the guys we got make a difference. We think that re-signing Brandon Graham makes a difference. 
Signing Malik Jackson makes a difference. Signing Darby back makes a difference. Signing Deshaun makes a difference. Keeping Jason Peters makes a difference. And at the same time, also getting compensatory picks to replenish your young talent, it's a win-win for us. I know the five players you added are ages 29, 32, 29, uh, 31, and 30. Why is that the, the, the direction you're going? Well, I think the big thing is that you look at the league and a lot of the free agents who are 26 and 27, they're getting re-signed early, those better players. Teams are doing a better job of keeping their own players. And so where you used to have value at that point, there is now value in older guys. You look at the Super Bowl, you look at the Rams, they added four or five guys in the pro player market, um, their left tackle their center, their starting corner, uh, their nose tackle, who are all over 30. So there is also value in having good players. Players are playing longer. The science is better in keeping those guys healthier. And so you have opportunity to get these guys. And, again, we would rather have really good players instead of maybe signing lower-level starters or guys who are rotational players or backups that maybe are two years younger. Howie, why don't you trade uh, Michael? No, for us, uh, when we looked at the decisions we had to make on the defensive line, um, a lot of money involved in those decisions. When we resigned Brandon Graham and had an opportunity to get compensation for Michael and then also add Vinny back, um, we just thought it was a good decision for us going forward. Uh, Michael was a really good player for us, a big part of our team last year. And you see it throughout the league that people have to make tough decisions. Uh, you know, you're talking here, you're with a lot of people who have to make these decisions, and teams are forced to get rid of good players. I mean, the nature of the game is that you can't keep everyone and you have to make some of these tough decisions, and I think Michael is a big part of that. Sorry, I'm sorry. Did the, um, did the Vinnie Curry signing have anything to do with what you thought about whether Chris Long is going to be back or not? And what do you anticipate happening with Chris? Yeah, I think, again, it goes back to our philosophy of team building, and we want to have a really strong defensive line. And uh, Vinny, we know his fit in our system. Uh, he was hampered by a high ankle last year, but we know what he brings to our football team. Um, we know what kind of player he is. We know his fit in our scheme. He knows the defense. And then in terms of Chris, you know, all our conversations with our players, we like to keep those between us and our players. Um, couldn't have more respect for him uh, as a player and as a person, NFL Man of the Year. And uh, we just kind of uh, let him take his time and make the decision. And, um, you know, just really appreciative of the relationship that we have with him. You mentioned, the young running backs. you mentioned the young running backs on the roster. What do you think of Corey Clement and uh, Josh Adams going into next season? Well, we're excited about those guys. You know, you talk about Corey, um, a guy who is a huge part of our Super Bowl winning team and our Super Bowl win. Uh, Josh Adams showed in flashes what he can do. Um, obviously, those guys coming off off-season injuries, and a big part of that is getting them back and getting them as part of the program because that jump from for Josh year one to year two is big. Corey from year two to year three. Um, you also talk about Wendell. I think Wendell, when Wendell's been called upon to play, he's been a solid player. He's played well for us. We got a guy in Boston, Scott, off the practice squad of the Saints who has tools in his body, traits to develop. So there are young players there. At the same time, we're always looking to improve the team. I mean, uh, the three running backs who played in the Super Bowl were guys we all acquired after the 2017 draft. So the talent acquisition period continues to go. We want to have the best possible team. Um, we're going to look into everything. That's our job. And uh, at the same time, we got to grow and develop our younger players. Getting back to the older veterans you guys signed, um, when did that change in the league? Just a few years ago, you guys added Brandon Brooks, Rodney McLeod, coming off their first contracts. When did it change, and, and what do you have to kind of weigh when you're deciding whether or not to sign a guy who's been in the league for a long time? 
Well, first, I think it all depends on who's available. The availability of the, of the players in free agency um, on the market determines what you're going to do. Uh, we were very fortunate in 2016 to have younger players who were available in free agency. Not only that, Nigel was available that year as well. And then it changes kind of with what teams are doing with their own players. But when you look at the players we've signed, you know, BG is incredibly durable. Malik Jackson's incredibly durable. Um, we try to sign guys there that are older that also have the ability to withstand kind of the age and what's going on with the league. So we don't have any concerns that we're getting guys that are anything other than difference makers. That's our job to add difference makers. And then it's on us to find guys who can back up, who can be rotational players in the draft and maybe not spend money on those spots when you have difference makers on your team. Howie, um, you, you were talking about the quarterback and – uh, with this big one coming up, obviously, and uh, you're, you're trying to also balance, trying to keep a championship team together. How complicated has that process been, and how much of what you've done in the offseason has kind of at least been directly pointing toward that? It seems like, you know, you're clearing out a lot of cap space, and uh, almost everything you've done is kind of pointing toward Carson down the road. Well, we're also proud about the players we brought into the building. We think we've added talent to our football team, um, continue to look for ways to add talent to our team. But at the same time, we have to be realistic about the fact that we have a quarterback that we want to pay, that we want to extend long term to, and how we're going to build our team with that player, which is exciting for us. I mean, we want to have a team led by a franchise-type quarterback. Um, we know that we have that in Carson, and so now what are we going to do around him to make sure that we can continue to try to compete for championships? I don't want to get into any of players' health. I mean, when you get into health, you're talking about HIPAA laws and you're talking about things that I don't feel comfortable talking about. But uh, all of those guys, they're working hard. We're incredibly optimistic about where we are in that area. Um, but I don't, I don't want to talk about anyone in particular. Will you be ready for OTA? <laughs> I don't want to talk about anyone. But, no, I, again, I'm, I'm going to stay away from any of the medical questions. Um, but we're incredibly optimistic about the tw- 2019 season and where those guys are going. How you mentioned that? that you want to uh, you know, give him an extension, you. Carson. I mean, is it- is there any thought process of letting a year play out uh, because of uh, that history, or what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'd say the same thing about our, our conversations with our players. It's important to us that we have relationships with our players where we keep things in-house. Uh, contract talks are a big part of that. So, um, you know, for us, we'll keep that. But obviously, uh, having Carson here long-term is our goal, and um, we'll work towards that. What was the process like for getting Deshaun back, Jackson back in the mix? And what were those discussions like? You know, we obviously – was cut the last game of the year, and now he's back in the mix. What, was, what were those discussions like? Yeah, I think for us, our primary goal is to evaluate all the players that are available to us, and we were looking for a specific role. And I think sometimes in free agency, what's helpful is if you're looking for a specific role um, as opposed to kind of this overarching theme. And for us, we were obviously looking for someone who can stretch the field vertically. You know, we have Nelson inside, and he can do that inside. Alshon, Zach, Dallas, I mean, all of them have – tremendous skill sets but having someone who complements that as well and when you look at the free agents and you look at Deshaun Deshaun makes a difference I know when we play him and um, we've played him a lot over the last few years our defensive coordinator our defensive players they are aware where he is at all times Um, we know Deshaun uh, we understand him and uh, what motivates him he's incredibly motivated to come back and compete for championships in Philadelphia, to cement his legacy in Philadelphia as a Philadelphia Eagle. 
Um, he's changed where he is in his life. You know, he's in the office and he's running around with his kids and chasing his kids. And, um, you know, it, it's fun to see guys grow and uh, develop. I think that's what this league's all about is seeing guys when you get them out of college and we got him, he's an early entry into the draft, and to see guys continue to grow and mature and develop and, and kind of prioritize what they want in life. And I think that's where he is. What's your process first like question about you... the running backs? Like you said there were some things you didn't foresee in free agency. What specifically did you mean by that? You know, Zach, I, I don't remember okay. focusing on uh, what I didn't foresee in free agency. But I, I think that you have to you have to be you got opportunities that you didn't foresee. I, I meant more um, our own players okay. and the market with our own players was gonna be. Um, but I, I think you have to be nimble enough in free agency um, throughout the draft period to go off plan and to make sure that you're flexible enough that when opportunities present themselves that you do that. And the most important thing for us is we have a philosophy on how to build the team. And for us, we think this is really important in how we're going to win games. And so we want to make sure that those things are set before we move on to the next thing. And um, I think if we're consistent in that, we should be consistent in that enough that year after year we'll have these conversations and there'll be some sort of method to the madness. That doesn't mean that every year it's going to work out perfectly. But we're pretty set in how we believe we should build this team, and we're going to be committed to that until something shows us that there's a different way. Right, so is the plan on March 13th to be here March 25th without a new running back, or was the market more dynamic than you anticipated? No, I think that what we started this conversation with is that you have to be versatile and open to every opportunity that comes in front of you. So when you have a plan, you can have a plan A, but – when that goes a different way or people get a different amount of money or you have other opportunities that haven't been presented to yourself, you have to be flexible enough to say, I know what I thought on March 13th, but this really helps our football team and this improves our football team. And the other thing that's really important is that we don't play for six months. And so we have an opportunity here to continue to improve the football team. And we're going to do whatever we can to improve our football team. To follow up on that, uh, if you – Go into the draft without having done anything more at running back. Would you feel obligated to try to get a back in the first few rounds? You know, I just go back to our history over the last couple of years, and we've been fortunate um, to win a lot of games with the running backs we have on this roster and uh, have opportunities also to acquire backs not only before the draft but after the draft process. And so we're going to continue to look at every position and look at ways to improve our football team. Um, we want to be as good as possible at every single position. But it will not put us in a, in a position at any spot where we're forcing something in the draft because, you know, that's where you certainly make now, mistakes. If Long doesn't return, uh, you're going to lose. If Long doesn't return, you'll lose, like, almost 16 sacks and 51 quarterback hits from Bennett and Pembroke going. Are you worried about losing that, you know, replacing that, that type of production? I think that when you look at Malik and you look at Michael's role on third down, Malik fills that role. Malik is an inside rusher. That's what Michael did for us on third down. You know, I, I don't want to talk about a guy who's still on our team and still on our roster. Um, but obviously that's a priority position for us uh, to continue to fill and to continue to have players. And I go back to what we started this with is we have to develop our young players. You know, we have some young players on a roster. Um, 
our scouting department did a great job with Trayvon Hester. We think that he's got tools in his body and the right work ethic to continue to develop. You know, we drafted Josh Sweat in the fourth round. He's got tremendous tools in his body and um, had production at Florida State. And when you go back and look at the tape this year, you see that he has it. And so we got to continue to work with guys like that. Um, we picked up a guy from the Texans practice squad who was productive for us, Joe Osman. Uh, week after week, one practice squad player of the year, uh, a practice squad player of the week awards. Um, so we have to continue to develop our young players and at the same time look at opportunities to improve our team. I don't, I don't feel like Jimmy's asked many questions. Anyone else hasn't asked a question, that's what I'll go to next. So. You, you lost Jordan Hicks. Uh, you brought in L.J. Ford and sort of Paul Warlow. How do you feel about your linebacker Uh LJ was someone that we were really excited about acquiring. Uh, you know, though he was a guy that we had our eye on throughout the season. He was a target-free agent for us. Um, we felt like he would be a, a really good fit in our scheme. Um, Paul was another guy that when we signed we thought would really fit uh, into what we do defensively. Obviously, he had the ACL pretty early on. Um, incredibly hard worker. And then... We have Nigel back. Uh, Camus, somebody who continues to grow as a player on defense. We have some young guys there too, Nate Gary, who we want to take another step. But it, it goes back to this same question at all positions. We're continuing to look to improve our football team and looking at every opportunity, both free agent market, draft, trade. Well, who would it be like the middle linebacker at this point? Would it be Nigel or be one of the other guys we brought in? Well, the good news is we don't play for six months. Can I speak one more real quick, please? One more, one more, one more, one more, one more. Out, please. Backup QB. One more, one more. What's the, no, what's the process? Why don't you guys take a vote, and then we get one more question. What's the process like trying to formulate a plan for Carson's eventual contract? Is that something that starts the day you draft him, and how does that all work? It definitely doesn't start the day you draft him. Um, <laughs> but that's making me think that maybe it should have. Um, you know, I think that once you see the kind of impact that he can have on the field, uh, the kind of player he is, the work ethic that he has, uh, you start planning about how you're going to build a team around a highly paid player at that position. And so um, that's something that we've been talking about really for the last two years. Um, obviously, we're getting to the point where that's going to become a reality, and so some of the decisions that we have to make are going to be influenced by that. And um, we're trying to plan by getting more young players into our system. Um, we haven't had that opportunity the last couple of years because of some of the decisions we made. Again, happy about those decisions, but the ramifications of those and not having those picks is that we have to make sure that going forward we have more picks and we have more shots um, because we're not going to hit on every draft pick. Thank you. 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 Thank